iHeartRadio's getting you in the mood. Yeah, that mood. Binge Sex.Life, Season 2 now. Join sexologist Morgan Penn and Hayley Sproul for a 10-episode journey into the most intimate sides of New Zealand. Morgan's putting her body on the line to find out what's going on inside and outside of the bedroom in Aotearoa. Season 2 of Sex.Life is out now. All thanks to our friends at Wild Secrets. Use the promo code Sex.Life for a 20% discount at wildsecrets.co.nz. Hello and welcome to Trip Notes, a New Zealand Herald travel podcast, helping keep your travel dreams alive. I'm your host, Juliet Sivertson. Here at Trip Notes, we're all about listening to wonderful, inspiring travel stories without you needing to go anywhere. In this episode, we head to Rarotonga by revisiting an article written by Steve Braunius. We're going to hear about Jim, a much-loved character at the Shipwreck Bar. The article was published in December 2016, so sit back, relax, and let's head to the Cook Islands. He brought his dog to the bar and a posse of guys too, mostly just to have a good time, but also for moral support. Jim, round and whiskered, on the other side of 70, was making a stand. He needed company. Besides, he was at his best when he moved in noise. The loudest noise would always be his own voice, drawing away, telling yarns, old gags, anything to defeat silence and run it into the ground. But he couldn't talk to himself. He led the banter. Everyone at the bar was made aware of him. The night belonged to Jim. It was Thursday evening. Darkness had fallen and the stars were behind clouds. Rain was due and it would fall heavily constantly for the next two days. Jim had made the bar famous. CNN rated the Shipwreck Hut the third best beach bar in the world in 2012. It noted, situated on Aurangi Beach on the west coast of Rarotonga, the barbecues are a favourite with travellers, not least because of the corny jokes and barely believable tales of affable owner Jim Bruce. In 2015, Condé Nast Traveller included Shipwreck Hut in its list of 18 gold standard bars around the world. The write-up began, Jim Bruce is the American guy behind the bar with the watery blue eyes, telling off-colour jokes and the story of his life. In fact, he'd sold the bar on December 12, 2014. The date was fixed in his mind. He wore it like a tattoo. His legend lived on, but his only presence at the shipwreck hut was as a kind of ghost. People talked about him in low voices, told tales of yore, and were careful not to be heard by the new owners. The bar was stacked above the sand like a woodpile. It didn't have a door, and it didn't have walls. It was open for dinner and belonged to the warm night air. There were tables and chairs on the wooden deck and more on the sand. It was rough and ready and resolutely charming, with eight bar stools propped up against the bar and all manners of signs tacked up on the walls and hanging from the ceiling. One claimed Maui Visitor and Information Centre. You could fall off a bar stool and roll down the sand to the lagoon. Above, the coconut trees dropped their cargo. Thwump! Later raked into a pile with household rubbish and burned. There were crackling little bonfires all around the island, points of light in the dark. Rudy Aquino, a tall, silver-haired musician who once played for JFK in the White House, 
strummed his ukulele and bonged his vibraphone every Thursday at Shipwreck Hut. This man Jim, said Rudy, addressing the diners and the drinkers, he made this place what it is. There was applause. Jim said, thank you, Rudy. The two men had come to the island from another island, Oahu in Hawaii. He told me to come here, said Rudy, and I followed. And that was basically the truth about the migration of the two Hawaiians to the South Seas. Jim arrived in Rarotonga for a holiday in 1989. He loved it the moment he saw it. He told his friend Rudy about it, went on and on and serenaded him, and Rudy now runs the Tropical Sands Motel on Rarotonga. They were fixtures in Rarotonga, an established part of the fabric of daily life on the beautiful Cook Island Rock. Every day, the clockwise bus and the anti-clockwise bus ran in circles. Every day, wild dogs roamed free. Every day, tourists poured more and more suntan lotion into the lagoon and the chemicals ate away at the coral reef. There was the sunset side of the island, the sunrise side of the island. There was talk of a shark cull. God With Us Academy advertised for a teacher. Applicants must have made a commitment to Jesus Christ. Rudy sang in a soft, unthreatening voice. Old numbers, easy listening. But then Jim got in on the act. He commandeered a bar stool beside Rudy and took the microphone. It was just like old times, Jim at the helm of his shipwreck, where he had provided so much merriment and hospitality until December 12, 2014. The tourists loved him. We've been running away to Rarotonga on a regular basis for quite a few years. First with the kit, later just us, said Auckland comedian Michelle Acorn of herself and husband Jeremy Elwood. No internet, a lot of swimming with the fishes, an afternoon cocktails and whale spotting from the shoreline. Tuesday night has always been barbecue night at Shipwreck Hut. So we'd wander along the beach from the place we always stay, the Edgewater, and hang out on the beach with fellow travellers. Jim was always there, looking like a character from a Hemingway novel, or possibly Hemingway himself, all crumpled linen and a well-worn hat. Long-suffering wife who does the heavy lifting and holds it all together. Jim makes very strong cocktails and jam jars, which is why we walk rather than take the hire car. Beach there, road back so you don't stumble into the darkness on rocks and crabs. The staff there, all from local families, clearly adore him. There's a local cook who I suspect knows the whole story, whatever it is, and they're clearly great mates. They hang out together by the beer can chicken and have little inaudible chats. And the women who serve all the food come out of the kitchen and sing. You get the feeling they're singing for Jim and that he might be a fabulous old lush, but if anyone said that out loud in a disrespectful way, they'd get slapped all the way into town. Jim was always there, but then he sold. Why? He opened a beer at 11am at his house in Rarotonga, around the corner from the shipwreck hut, and said, Well, I needed to get rid of a partner. I owed her money, and I needed to get her paid off. I'm 74, so what the hell? All the doors to his house were open. Papers were scattered everywhere. But he had his dog. He loved that dog. Michelle Acord said we were there last time during the handover period with the new owner, who was desperately trying to stamp his personality on the night. He sang, but you could see it wasn't going anywhere. Tuesday night was Jim. Tuesday night was Jim. No more, but for one night only. Once again, Thursday night was Jim. 
He had the well-worn hat, the thick moustache, the red liquid eyes, and upon his invitation, the women who served all the food came out of the kitchen and sang. But then Jim settled his not insubstantial weight on the bar stool, took the microphone and asked Rudy to strike up me and Bobby McGee on the vibraphone. Rudy was a legend back in Hawaii as a member of the cabaret act Don Ho and the Ali'is. They performed for Kennedy at the White House. They appeared on Johnny Carson. They had a long-standing residency at the fabulous Outrigger Hotel in Waikiki throughout the 1960s. His light touch on the vibes contributed to the band's happy, tinkling lounge style. He also recorded the funkier, more startling live album from 1972, The Ali'i's Live, with wah-wah guitars and shrieking organs. And now here he was, backing Jim Bruce on a Thursday night at the Shipwreck Hut. Jim, the renegade. Jim, who was no singer. Oh, I know, said Garth Young. I know that very, very well. Rudy wasn't the only legendary musical figure on Rarotonga. Garth, a nimble, mischievous 83, had once been a great hitmaker of New Zealand music. As the musical arranger of his countless hit songs and a solo star in his own right with more than 14 albums to his credit. He performs old standards on his Korg electric piano all over Rarotonga, and for a long while one of those residencies included the Shipwreck Hut. He was used to Jim Bruce sliding towards him during a set and picking up a song. He knew the pain. But he's got a heart of gold, Garth said. He's very kind. Rudy rolled out the opening chords. Jim croaked me and Bobby McGee. Jim creaked me and Bobby McGee. Jim's voice was like a man trying to punch his nose and hop on one leg at the same time and falling over. It was like a garden path overgrown with thistles and gorse leading towards a swamp. It was terrible singing, flat and out of tune, all over the place, wobbling, unsteady, out of time, drunk, but he found a sincerity in the song just for a golden woozy moment or two when his soul crept out of the creaking, croaking, tuneless voice and touched the song's essential regret. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. He'd lost the shipwreck hut, sold it, got shot of it, walked away from it. It was all he had, and now he wasn't welcome there. The new owners told me they didn't want my advice, he said on the front porch of his house. They said not to bother coming in. Garth Young had a similar, subtly different version of events. Jim was saying, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay here and run the nights. But the new people deserved a chance to run it on their own. He'd not set foot in the place since he sold it. Not once. Not for a second. Just drove past it without a second glance. But then he heard on the grapevine, and it's not a long grapevine in Rarotonga, that the new owners had gone away for a few days. Families ate fish curries on the picnic tables in the sand. Night fell over the pale lagoon. Jim called up a few mates. He got into his electric car and drove to the shipwreck hut for his comeback tour, one night only. It was the talk of the island. You've been listening to Trip Notes, a New Zealand Herald travel podcast, helping keep your travel dreams alive during the lockdown. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, give us a rating and review as that all helps others find us. And you can follow us on social media at NZH Travel on Instagram and Facebook. 
and read all our latest travel articles online, stories and advice from previous trips and some armchair travel to keep you occupied at home. All this and more at nzherald.co.nz forward slash travel. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If she thinks, man, I've had a shit Mother's Day, it's not on me, okay? You're not my mum. That's the kids. The kids should have been best behaviour, and they chose not to, okay? Yeah. They chose to give you crappy presents. They chose to complain yeah. at the nice breakfast we made. I'm just there, I'm helping, yeah. but it's, sorry, mate. The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.